Right, hello everybody. Welcome to uh, today's podcast for the trading week ahead for the 24th to the 28th of August. It is the 24th of August now. My name is Adrian Boothy. I'm the head of trading here at Trinsel. And as ever, I'm joined by our chief analyst and chief executive, Jerry Miller. Hi, Jerry. How are you? Hello. Hi. Yeah, not too bad. Thanks. Good, good. Um, quite a light week um, for events this week, but we shall certainly blitz our way through it as ever. Um, Jerry, do you want to kick us off with some of the main events we need to be sharpening our pencils for? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, it, 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 you hit the nail on the head. It, there is not a lot going on this week, but there are some sort of macro events, i.e. not data releases that are worth uh, looking at. Um, it's probably going to be dominated this week by two uh, events. One the first four days of the week, which is uh, we had the Democratic uh, National Convention last week with the adoption of uh, Joe Biden as the uh, candidate uh, to run for a president uh, on behalf of the Democrats, a Democratic Party. You've now got the Republican National Convention uh, happening. Um, I think it happens, is it North Carolina, somewhere like that. But wherever it's happening, it's not really happening because um, most of it, is online and there's lots of pre-recorded speeches etc from uh, um, Pence and uh, Trump eventually I think from the White House on Thursday but realistically it happens online but it's it, it says it's happening in Charlotte in North Carolina um, and we mentioned it uh, in our previous podcast about uh, Trump uh, you, you can expect the unexpected uh, he's going to try and rally his troops uh, and the Republican movement to try and, uh, you know, secure his second term, which uh, is not looking that likely at the moment. But um, it's how still very early. How, how far is he behind now? Uh, it's about eight percent. But worryingly, uh, you know, they, they they refer or the analysts, uh, the pollsters uh, refer to the key battleground states, and that's because. There are lots of states that never change control. They're yeah. always Republican or always Democrat. Um, so it's the, um, the key battleground states. And those are the likes of um, Arizona, uh, Texas, Florida, uh, Ohio. Uh, and, and these are the ones where they've got a lot of votes as well, don't they? It's electoral college votes, I think it's called. Isn't it? Yeah, that's right. The, 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 the way it works is not by... The number of votes, obviously, Clinton, Hillary Clinton actually got three million more votes than Trump in the last presidential election because of the college votes that um, are given to the candidate who wins that state. Um, you can often have someone getting a minority of or fewer votes than the other candidate and still becoming um, president, which is exactly what happened with Donald Trump. Uh, mm. But, I, I, you know. Hey, there's, a, there's a lot of water to go on, a lot of bridges at the moment. And uh, um, I think what the Democratic Party don't want to do, they do not want to be complacent. But I think they're a lot more organized this year. That's for sure. Um, I feel there is a lot more unity. Uh, and this is us limers, uh, sorry, us Brits, uh, uh, you know, viewing from afar, really. So I, 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 uh, you might say, well, what do I know? I know what I read. That's basically it. <laughs> Fake news. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, it's a four-day it's a four-day um, uh, convention. This, so we'll, we'll be hearing bits and pieces coming out, and they'll, uh, you know, be interviewing various uh, people, etc. And there'll be a lot of uh, attacks on Biden and uh, uh, career politicians and all that stuff. 
And I guess you might think, well, what's that necessarily got to do with the markets? It's political. But, you know, we saw Biden last week did a, a huge green uh, push, didn't he? Um, which, of course, would have been quite important for resource stocks out in uh, in, in the US. Yeah. So yeah. Things do, will have and do have an impact on the stock market, particularly if yeah. it's seen that that candidate might might have a chance of winning. Yeah. Uh, so. and, 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 and it's interesting. I read over the weekend uh, from this um, economic group, the Capital Economics, and they write some very uh, good material, uh, and it's just interesting to read that, that, that if I uh, interpret it correctly, that uh, the markets are probably going to do well regardless of whether Trump or Biden get in. Uh, and the, the perceived wisdom was that, that you know if the Democrats get in, there's going to be a change in the tax rates that uh, companies and people pay, uh, which won't necessarily be good for the stock market. But in fact, uh, the, the the belief, the view now is that the stock markets are going to do well regardless of who gets in because of what central banks and uh, governments are doing, uh, certainly in the US, central bank, the Federal Reserve and the US government have thrown so much at it that um, it's unlikely to dent the stock market in the short to medium term, even if Biden gets it, which is interesting. Yeah. Um, Okay. And what about the sort of the more normal uh, data, shall we say? Um, uh, Tuesday, we've got, um, well, not not a huge amount, actually. I'm going to have to well, um, you, uh, Adrian, that that's a low impact number for some reason. In yeah, foreign factories, wisdom, for some reason, they, they've ascribed uh, that you can see it there. The German final GDP there at seven o'clock on Tuesday. Um, it's still bad. It's they're expecting the same as the initial release, but uh, that's the final reading for the second quarter GDP in Germany. Um, remember, uh, that's. Uh, a quarterly change as opposed to the annualized rate that they do in the US. Uh, the, the UK has had the worst out of the G7 of, uh, of the collapse in its GDP, but actually it's having the biggest rebound as well. So uh, uh, the Lord taketh away and the Lord giveth, if you know what I mean. Uh, yeah. Uh, durable goods, um, Wednesday, 1.30. So that's a bit of a contraction, well, a bit of a pullback from last month's numbers. Yeah, it's a strong, yeah, a strong number the previous month, but unless uh, it's particularly bad. Um, I don't think it's going to hit the market much. It, it excludes the sort of big ticket items, uh, airplane sales. And I'm thinking to myself, who's sold any airplanes? Well, <laughs> yeah. appara- apparently yeah. one airline has gone and bought four Boeing 737 MAX planes, you know, the ones that were grounded. So there are some planes being sold, but... I, yeah, but they probably, probably got them for the cost of a packet of packet of matchsticks, <laughs> didn't they? Well, there you go. Well, there you go. The fact that four, four planes being bought hit the headlines just goes to show you how desperate things are there but uh, yes it's only uh, four it's a plane that's grounded at a time when nobody wants airplanes yeah and no one's flying yeah it's interesting uh, and then we have um, crude oil inventories in the afternoon uh, later on in the afternoon um in the us which well uh crude oil quite frankly that the inventories really refer to us wti uh, inventories so uh, it can have an effect on the market but i think the market in the crude oil market is just following the stock market and it's incredibly dull at the moment uh yes it definitely is um thursday um gdp in the states yeah they've got these weird readings they have four readings i mean what what happens when they collect the gdp data it takes a long time for them, for them to get a clear picture the first reading you would think that they would call it the preliminary one but actually the first one is the advanced reading and then they issue their second reading which is got the called the prelim number which is all a bit weird a mixture of um a misunderstanding of words really uh anyway it's the second reading that's probably the best that way doesn't I can sound like it. the americans 
yeah to get their words confused or, or to give them give them different meanings yeah uh yeah uh, a slight adjustment really but nothing much you know unless it's wildly different so remember that is um the quarterly change but annualized so if they carried on in the way that they had been going in the second quarter and it was into the third quarter and the fourth quarter you'd result the result would be a 32 and a half percent contraction in gdp by the end of the year it ain't that's not what's happening uh, you can sort of divide it by four and it's a lot better than yeah. the uk we had a contraction of 20 percent quarter on quarter uh, which would be the equivalent of well complete catastrophe basically um, yeah but um uh, it, it, they're doing a lot better in the united states in fact we've had the worst contraction out of the g7 economies um, but, uh, okay uh, and then finally reverting rapidly. Um, Yes, exactly. And just very quickly, uh, Joe, before we do uh, move on, the Jackson Hole uh, Symposium. Who's Jackson and what's his hole got to do with it? Okay, well, Jackson Hole, uh, it's in Wyoming. It's called Jackson Hole. It's called the Jackson Hole because uh, in days gone by, uh, trappers and hunters, etc., uh, when it got into Jackson Hole, it was, it, it was quite difficult to get out of, so it was referred to as a hole. And a symposium is basically just a, a conference, a gathering of... Uh, an academic gathering, I believe. So uh, that's basically what's happening. It's the central bankers, the great and the good from the central bankers around the world. They used to meet in Jackson Hole. They're not gonna be meeting for obvious reasons because of COVID. Uh, so it'll all be done remotely. Uh, the press don't get invited, but a lot of what's said and discussed does leak out and the press are there, but they're just not allowed to attend any of the meetings, et cetera. And it's a big, it's a key time for central bankers really, because you know they're working with governments to try to stave off the effects of this, well, what, what let's be very frank, is a self-inflicted economic collapse that happened, um, you know, March, April, May. Um, and it's that destruction in, in, in jobs, in businesses, uh, and it's the recovery from that that these central bankers are having to work with governments to make sure happens um, without too much damage being wrought in the long term on, on these economies. So it's an important meeting, Adrian, that is for sure. Uh, what will come out of it? Time will tell. <laughs> we'll find out, won't we? Yeah, yeah we, will. Uh, we will. Okay, uh, I think that's pretty much it, um, everybody. So what we'll do, just very quickly, is have a quick run through of our events uh the week um a few uh, live trading events coming up this week uh, i'll blitz through this really quickly if you want to come along and see um us in action and see us trading and looking at some trading opportunities and and actually learn one of our trading strategies you can come along we've got three live trading events this week you'd be absolutely welcome to join us uh, and log in live wherever you are um so just go to the web page bit.ly slash learn ts so bit.ly slash learn ts um and we'll um teach you what we know basically so please make sure you come along to that and otherwise everybody have a great week's uh, trading and we'll be back with you this time next week again bye-bye for now